Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast summer holiday edition. Um, now, in previous podcasts, we've started with a rhyme. I'd like to do something new this season, gentlemen. Um, I've been feeding chat GPT with podcast intros, but in the style of some of our favourite authors. Today, it's Guy Gavriel K uh, for me. So, if you will. In the realm of football, where passions weave its tapestries across emerald fields, where dreams are nurtured and shattered, with each thunderous cheer or mournful sigh, we gather once more, dear listeners, for another season of tales from the cauldron of Stoke City Football Club, as the golden sun casts its gentle rays upon the summer horizon, illuminating our hopes and our aspirations, we embark upon this sacred journey, our voices poised to echo through the annals of time. But this is not merely a podcast, but a chronicle of heroes and underdogs of triumphs and tribulations woven with the artistry and lyricism befitting the tale spun by the renowned scribe, Guy Gavriel Kay. I see that he's put it in there. That's quite clever because I told it, yeah. In the stillness of the off-season, when the echoes of last season's battles slowly fade, our beloved club rekindles the fires within, the pre-season dawns, a mystical time of renewal and reinvention. As our valiant warriors, clad in red and white, descend upon the hallowed grounds with unwavering determination. I mean, that is yet to be seen, isn't it, mate? With each step, they carry the dreams of a loyal fan base yearning for glory, etching their names upon the canvas of destiny. I mean, if that doesn't get your hopes up for preseason, I don't know what will. <laughs> Matt, are you feeling inspired? Yes, by those <laughs> words and what I saw yesterday in Oof. person. We are so, we're so back. We're sorry, so back. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you, Matt. Um, Chris, that was incredible. Uh, you didn't get the memo about us being more accessible this season. <laughs> uh, for, for I, I, so we, me and me and Stace, other half, uh, rewatching It's Always Sunny, and we're at the season where they, you know, season thirteen. It's just ended with a five minute dance uh, symbolizing one of the characters coming out, and so yeah, you know, we're, we're just going to go more like that this season. More dance interpretation, more authors. It's going to be great, Dave. You said you weren't feeling too well. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Uh, thank you. Well, uh, apart from uh, physically and mentally, um, I'm absolutely <laughs> tip top. Thank you. Mm. And, and microphoneless. I should point that out. If anyone is, I mean, you sound fine to me, and I just like hearing you. But if anyone is wondering, <laughs> Dave is microphoneless, but he's not because something's picking his voice up. <laughs> so I presume there's a microphone somewhere. <laughs> it's I'm just not... my audio by carrying a pigeon. Exactly. And Tom Thrower, wearing a bucket hat, how are you? I'm good. I'm kind of disappointed that 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 intro wasn't saved for like a nil-nil draw with Ipswich (laughs) on a Tuesday night. I think that really would have gone really well. I am interested to see how ChatGPT will respond to these various different prompts. Will it get as as thoroughly depressed as we all will be? Uh, Who knows? Who knows? Well, the agenda for today, gentlemen, uh, football is well and truly back. Well, it's not, but preseason started. Uh, We've got several things on our agenda, a new head of recruitment to talk about, two signings, a preseason game, youngsters, are they a thing? Uh, Kits, what about them? And of course, the supporters consultation survey, which we are going to fill in live on the pod. Oh, the excitement, the excitement. But yes, I mean, it was very quiet. All quiet on the Western booth at end. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Um, uh, for, for a while, and there was a lot of um, discontent online. A few bits of early news. Um, the main one being Jared Dublin, the new head of recruitment at Stoke City. I I don't know if you guys watched his like intro video and, and all that stuff, but quite positive about the lad right it's i don't know tom like what did you think usa usa (laughs) you no, yeah he uh he seems fun he seems like he's uh actually knows what he's doing uh i liked the shade that he threw at previous recruitment models at stoke of oh he's being good we'll sign him uh meaning like players we've played against remember when that was a thing um yeah, he seems switched on. He seems, 
I don't know, nice and good. Mm. Yeah. I guess the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? Really? So Well that's well that's exactly it. And I mean it, Matt, does this signify anything in terms of a, a, a what model Stoke are following to you? Does it make you feel like we're finally a club moving into the twenty first well, century? Well, I, I, you know, you look at his um, his record and his approach, and obviously he's got a reputation for you know being a bit more data driven than probably previous people we've had in in that role uh what I, I think i said a few weeks ago to you i think the main problem is he appears to have just been given a database that contains either previous or existing preston north end players um <laughs> to sign uh but i think it's a good step i think i think there was a little bit particularly before he sort of got here where it was kind of just like ricky martin and alex neil just kind of riffing off each other and it was like well that's that's lovely but you know, there needs to be someone in that role. And and hopefully he can, you know, that you look at the work he did, particularly at Sheffield United, I don't think you can really look too much into his time at, at Reading, but particularly at Sheffield United, he signed, you know, he was there when they signed a series of players who were there for a long time. Um, so, yeah, positive, but like Tom says, nothing's happened yet, so we'll see. Well, it is. It's still, it's still early days, but I don't know, it's... Dave, are you excited by the man and the process and everything? Is that? I think last season we finished very, very. God, things need to change at this club. The last season kind of killed us a little bit, and maybe I was just starved for football fun. But I was, I came across the video and I was like, okay, and this, it's all in the right direction. I mean, did you see any of it? Do you care? Do you, does it does it matter to you, or is it for the rest of you? Is it just is it just like the rest, like? It's just no, what uh, well, I, the results are I what under, matters. I am determined to establish a character, a person who does not care about Stoke City at all this season, and just see <laughs> see how long that is tolerated for. Um, uh, obviously, with there being no football, I've been watching a lot of uh, films on Netflix and that. And if um, films on Netflix have taught me anything, you need a, a to be successful team. You need a nerd in there, like Jonah Hill's character in Moneyball. Jonah Hill's character in Moneyball, uh, who um, just goes in there and he says, oh, well, you're doing everything wrong. And they, he gets disrespected at first, saying, what do you know, you stupid American? Uh, but then eventually we replace 10 players in the aggregate with Ender Stevens, and somehow everything's going to work out. <laughs> and that's the film Moneyball. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't so, work out in the end, though, did it? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's they, the main That's, that's the, the main thing, thing with Moneyball. <laughs> they, won, they won 27 matches in a row. Are you telling me right now you wouldn't take 27 <laughs> matches in a row? Would you take 27 wins in a row, Tom, if we still didn't get promoted? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I'm actually now going to go and talk about something else. I'm going to look when, when the last team someone had that many wins didn't get promoted. <laughs> Surely never. It might, it, might, sure. it, might have, it might have been 27. I wasn't paying much attention to it. <laughs> I will so just point out watched... in, in in I will just point out, Dave, in the regular baseball season there are 162 games. That is so many games, isn't it? Like yeah. we <laughs> in football we're really kind of just Oh, they need a break. They shouldn't play as much as they do. Well, let's give them 100 games a season. I would be done with 100 games in a football season, I'll be honest. I couldn't watch that. What if, um, what if Aaron Sorkin was writing it? Oh, <laughs> good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's early days, as we say, but there are a few, two people in through the door, recruitment-wise, in a long list of positions and stuff that we desperately need we have about what three players and <laughs> and then the youth team uh so we'll start with the first one in the door ender stevens as mentioned um comes in on i believe a free transfer uh nicely made his, 
33. Especially considering as he wasn't contracted to a club, but it would be very stoked to pay a transfer fee for a player not contracted <laughs> to a club. You know, you just get a random check in the post and say, oh, I'll cash it. <laughs> he has come in. He uh, turned 33 the other day. Um, One-year deal. Fills the aged centre-back role that we, we like in our team. I mean... Saw a lot of mixed feelings on Twitter about this. I saw people complain because it's not exactly ambitious, and then equally saw people getting annoyed at people complaining. Um, and that's just Twitter, isn't it? So I will ask you for your <laughs> measured responses. You wouldn't get that. On, no, no, you wouldn't get that on threads. Um, oh um, well, Dave, Ender Stevens. Yay, nay, blah, blah. Uh, did he did he not score at the Bet three six five for Sheffield United end of season game once uh, playing as a left back then I think as as perhaps age uh, forced him to move to the centre as as with a lot of us the more the more <laughs> we get the more we move to the centre um, I think it, it's just he's just a regulation plausible man you, uh, anyone who's played championship manager, football manager, has felt the panic of, oh, I'm not sure I've got enough players. Well, we've got, we've definitely not got enough players. So we mm-hmm. think, shit, we, we, we're literally going to have to take um, some the, the mascots to Notts County with us, because otherwise uh, it would look a bit embarrassing. Well, but Ender Stevens didn't go anyway, so I'm just talking myself in circles here. <laughs> uh, I look forward to him playing uh, seven matches, uh, two sub-appearances, uh, one red card in a League Cup game against... Uh, West Brom, the first in... one. Oh, West Brom. Uh, yeah, he'll get sent off in that game. And uh, yeah, and he'll end his career in uh, in disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Matt, any any thoughts on that? Uh, <laughs> on Ender Stevens? I, I'm going to propose the alternative hypothesis that Ender Stevens turns into... Uh, this year's Morgan Fox, albeit a slightly better version. And I thought I was when he leaves at the end of the season, there will be a, a cadre of individuals saying it's a travesty that he's not been given another contract. Um, I it's just, I mean, it's just quote unquote a uh, a depth signing, I think, possibly. Um, but I don't know. Um, I, he's got a good record in the championship. I don't think anyone can can dispute that. I mean, I mean. Stephen Ward had a good career, didn't he? So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I think I think as a first piece of business, getting bodies in, which we do really need to do, Mm. as well as signing some players who can like make us significantly better. I think it's a reasonable piece of business. Yes. Yeah, we we didn't need to get a better left back, did we? We already have one of those. Um, So, I've got I have got a few a few caveats on that though, Tom. Which we'll get. Well, I'm sure we'll get into when we discuss Notts County. But uh, yeah, look at this. Tony's not here once, and suddenly, you know, <laughs> you're slagging off Josh. Tony. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh... Um, well, in terms of a signing, then that did that arguably has made us better. Um, ben Pearson makes his loan move proper, makes it permanent. He's here forever, all four years at most. Or maybe longer. Depends on a contract. Who knows? He could be here for a year. I'm just, who knows? I'm riffing now. Um, but he comes through. Um, I think a lot of people were very happy with this and felt that this was the number one signing that we did need to make. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy with that one. I think that it's it was a bit of business that we needed to get done and getting it done relatively early in preseason is good. Um, Tom, are you happy he's back? Ah oh, Ben, yeah. as the video said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, a long-term fan of R. Ben in the sense of he looks like Joe Allen and does what Joe Allen didn't, so that's good. Um, I'm actually surprised that he's 28. I mean, I did see someone mm. refer to him today as being, as like 28 being young. It's not young. Uh, I can say oh, that yeah, firmly. Yeah, someone yeah, who's yeah, going to yeah. turn 27 <laughs> in a few weeks. Um but he probably is at his prime and I'm I'm probably inclined to believe the Scottish Guardiola when he says things like uh, we only had him half cooked last season, which I suppose when you haven't played football for six months and then have to start week in, week out, 
um that's fine and you know his his little his little chat about how him and Paul Gallagher were were, were teammates and now they're going to be coach mates at whatever you'd call mm. that relationship was cute so that wins uh and yeah he's a footballer so we need them how do you think that relationship works? Like, do you think as a player, you've you've played with a person and now suddenly they're expected to coach you? Do you think that's a bit, I don't know, like, have you I, ever I always been wonder. In how... a job? No. Have you ever been in a job where a friend of yours is promoted above you and you think, well, they're, this they're is a fucking idiot. I see them piss out of their face and I'm expected to take Dave, instruction I'm... from them. I do worry, Dave, that that is actually me, though, in, in my job. <laughs> I, I worry you're, that that is me. I am the person that fails upwards. The, the others uh, are like looking at and they're like, well, why is, why is he? Yeah, that's I, it is a genuine concern, but that's imposter syndrome, isn't it, for you? But no, I just wonder. It must, yeah. And that's, and that's a point I, I hadn't actually thought of. The, I didn't put Paul Gallagher on the running order. Um, but that's an interesting signing i guess from the coaching staff as well alex neil surrounding himself with familiar people i assume he was familiar they were at preston together right he yeah. managed him at preston yeah but, but not as a coach right yeah i think yeah, no, no, he was a, before he, he became a coach which is then which yeah. then suggests you know that he'd probably been a good coach and has yeah. good you know credentials they... that way they were at Preston together when Joe Allen got elbowed in the face by Paul Gallagher, which makes me a ah. fan of Paul Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Ben Pearson though. Sorry, um, Dave, Matt, you're happy with it? He's it's a it's a solid foundation to build like the midfield on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Got a cramp in my leg, and I feel like that. <laughs> Ben Pearson has already injured his first person of the season, and that was just <laughs> you when you started talking about him, and all of a sudden my leg had a sort of minor injury. Oh, Ow! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's just. It's just age. I'm 29, which, according to Tom, is uh, really old. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good signing. I uh, liked him last season. Uh, uh, there was some. He maybe fell off a bit towards the end of the season, as did well Stoke. Uh, but yeah, I liked uh, the fact that he kind of was the player we thought he'd be, and just a bit of a dick, and but a dick in a good <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just sorry, Chris. I'm just going to jump in and and just get this out of the way early for the season, just you know, as a sort of callback to you know long term listeners. Um, I hope that Ben Pearson is as good as he thinks he is. <laughs> Uh, well, we're making friends on the podcast already. <laughs> Good God, um, we've, we've still got some time in part one, so let's let's chat about that game, Matt. Did you make any friends at the friendly yesterday? Uh, no, I. So I was actually sat in the um, Notts County, and um, what? Just on the basis that I have been to various Notts County games in the past, and. I already have like a thing, so I just signed up that way. Um, I deliberately sat as far away from anyone as possible, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just so I could like not, not be annoyed by anyone, which makes it sound incredibly antisocial. But also, it did help me sort of like watch watch the game because mm. when I go to Stoke now, we just sort of sit there and like laugh at how bad it is. I've sort of forgotten how to watch a game of football like critically. Um, <laughs> so, so it was nice in that respect. Um, we. We were very good. Um, we, everything was very encouraging. Uh, like Tezgul in particular was really, really good. Um, like I know it's a friendly. I know it's Notts County. I know he's seventeen until he's eighteen. That's how it works. Uh, but he was he was like really good. You can tell his football brain is like genuinely top quality. Um, he picked a couple of passes, like one touch passes, dropping deep. Um, his link-up play with uh, Tyrese Campbell was excellent, who looked really, really sharp as well. It was all great going forward. There were just some pretty glaring issues at the back, which is probably due to that. The, you know how that team, how that sort of backline was made up. But the player who did, unfortunately, have probably the worst afternoon, other than like Jack Bonham doing a Jack Bonham and just kicking it out and conceding the goal was probably Josh Timon who got turned uh, like four or five times in the first half, pretty, pretty badly. 
um, like by like simple one twos um, as well. Uh, it just sort of looked a bit square and static, but it was good. But it, it you know, it's 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 it's. Neil said it was for fitness. Great, like that's that's about as much as you can read into it. Players look good. Some players didn't look good. They're all not match fit. Great, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, Tom, did you watch any of the highlights? Have any of the thoughts on the? Lineup. What's what's your thoughts? I mean, we should say we it, we, yeah. we did win five one, um, a hat trick from Tyrese Campbell. Um, but there was a lot of young players in the in the well, in the lineup and in the second half was was completely youth players. Um, and does Dan Tom Edwards does he count as and, young? And Tom Edwards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, he he did look like he was doing like some form of like volunteering at half time when he, everyone everyone he was warming up with was like fifteen and he was just sort of there. <laughs> but no, like, uh, no, he did okay. He did okay. He was fine. He was fine. Like a like a mid-year club rep who's just a little bit too old to be hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly. But yeah, thought thoughts, Tom, Dave, any 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 of them, <laughs> all of them. Tyrese Campbell didn't score enough goals, did he? Outrageous Tyrese slander season. He he did nothing in the second half. He did. You are you are referring to because I feel like I should caveat because I we might have new listeners. We might have new listeners, and we also might have people who don't go on. Twitter much. They may have moved to threads or Lucky they may bastards. just not be and and you're referring to the, the fact that in some places there was some criticism of Tyrese Campbell for his performance yesterday despite the fact that he did get a hat trick um, in one half in, in one half there was <laughs> you, you're just making you, Tom, you're making their criticism sound ridiculous now. <laughs> there was some, some and, 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 and I don't really know what it was based on um, <laughs> who knows? But there was some criticism at him. But then he always gets criticism for being like, I don't know. It's that look. It's that um, it's like Jordan Shakiri not reaching for the ball again, isn't it? It's it's. I just you I got just, to have just... the fire in your belly, <laughs> and I've got to. Uh, I'm just questioning whether whether he wants he wants to score goals. Um, <laughs> You've got to question the desire there. Um, like I've got, I've got nothing against him before before you all start up, but I think he should have scored seven. And <laughs> it's if he wasn't bone idle, he would he would have had seven. Also, mm. he should have batted at three today. Uh, but and if he was a target man, he would have scored ten. Yeah, yeah. And why why is he not taller? Why is he not grown? Well, that is what he should have been doing in this. Off- what has he been doing in this off season if he hasn't been growing? That's the question. I'm just asking <laughs> questions here. He's, he's just probably just been doing young people things, has he? Has he been drinking young... fine energy drinks? <laughs> <laughs> just too busy, too busy. They're all just TikToks nowadays. <laughs> Matt. Tell us about the second half then. Um, big change. Uh, young lad Tom Edwards, of course. Um, <laughs> the right, Phillips as well. Uh, but mainly uh, children playing. Yes. Um, and they still managed to win one yes, nil. Yeah. Half. They won the half one nil. So what would you, um, any any? And I suppose this goes for the first half as well because um, Sparrow and Makari and others were in that. Was there any? Young player Tezgel accepted, uh, with the exception of Tezgel. Sorry, any others who you think okay, maybe these guys are going to may be in and around the squad, even if it's in backup roles coming forward. Any any players that you thought okay, no, they're they're nearly nearly there. Um, uh, Reddin had a really good game on the on the right wing in the second half. He had like a very you know a couple of nice. Um, they did some really nice short corner routines actually, where he like his one on one. Like take on was like really really good, like really impressive. Um, I think uh, Lewis Macari played really well in the first half as well. Like he put in a lovely cross for the for the 
third goal, I think. That was after that was one of the Tez goal like passes around the corner and, and Makari ran onto it. Um other than that, I mean, some players like look fine. Like I know Tom Sparrow scored, but he still looked a little bit um uncertain at times. But he, you know, he took his goal nicely and he, he you know, he, he seemed to like settle into the game, I think. Um the two centre backs who came on in the second half, I think I, I'm very sorry, I've forgotten the name of the uh, one of them, but Okagbui was like very, very solid. Um, for he's massive as well, which I think is always a help. And like part of me kind of wonders, like, is he the sort of player you could maybe see sort of towards the end of the season if you know we're in a similar situation? Hopefully not to last season where he might step in for a couple of games. Uh, Connor Taylor looked fine. Um, yeah, Bonham looked like looked like Jack Bonham. He tried to play out from the back and it, it resulted in a goal. Um, I saw Blondie play. I've never seen Blondie uh, play hey. any kind of football, and he he was he was fine. Flattened. He flapped at one cross, but we'll, we'll take that. But uh, no, it was it was quite interesting to see like players you don't normally see. Um, uh, I think Jack Griffiths was all right as well in, in central midfield, but I think yeah, players who might have an impact, I'd probably limit to like Lewis Macari. Reddin and Tazgul, uh, those those three looked to me far ahead of anyone else, really. Mm-hmm. Nope. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, last thing then for this first half, uh, really quickly, thoughts on the new home kit and away kit for this season? Um, let me, I'll start. Home kit, I'm not a fan of really thin stripes. I'm just not a fan of it. But, uh, you know, it's all right. It's fine. Um, Away kit is funky. It's cool. Um, Dave, you like kits? Yes. Um, uh, hard, yeah, hard to get red and white stripes really that wrong. I, I'm getting to the point with, like, because they're every season, I'm sort of getting to the point where maybe just for one season, go, like, really rogue with the stripes. Just do something <laughs> a bit mad. Um, just see how upset you can make people a little bit. Uh, but uh, awake it, yeah, lovely. It's it's just is there's a lot going on. It's like a, mm. uh, I, if I if I knew an artist that did that style, I would say it was like their paintings. But I, I don't know any. Um, yeah, it's it's a canvas, and I look forward to uh, it being on BBC Radio Stokes. Um, sort of cover image when we lose 5-0 at Ipswich with players looking down at the turf uh, just in despair. Why did you pick Ipswich? We definitely won't wear it at Ipswich. Oh, uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> it's blue. I've got Anyways. No, no, no functioning brain cells today. Uh, Have you seen yes. the film Moneyball? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to uh, see you live on the pod. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will leave part one there. In part two, join us as we fill in the supporters' consultation live on the podcast. <laughs> see you in part two. Uh, as, as bad a performance as I've seen since, to be honest, as bad as a performance I've had since I've been a manager. I, I, I feel physically sick, literally sick. I, I could be sick. I, 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 it's... Welcome, dear friends, to part two of our podcast, where we delve deep into the realms of the supporters' consultation survey, a treasured opportunity for each fan to shape the destiny of our storied club. In this chapter, we shall embrace the power of collective wisdom as we explore the hopes, aspirations and concerns of the loyal Potters faithful. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, supporters consultation survey then. Um, I don't actually know why this came about. Why Why do we have this? What's this about? <laughs> I've got yes, it. Uh, Stoke City Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> They probably land. They probably spun the wheel and God, maybe a supporter knows how to get us promoted. <laughs> just, uh, just speak your brains. Speak yeah. your brains. <laughs> the, uh, this, the this official talk. supporter consultation. We'd love to hear your views. It says. 
We'd love to. Well, here they go. So there are 21 sections to this. Um, Some of them are just numbers. So first one, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being strongly disagree, 10 strongly agree. Question one, the club's current method of supporter consultation are sufficient and appropriate. Now, Tom, you are pulling a (laughs) Say it. Don't don't just show Uh, me a number. I mean, great audio content. Uh, two, I'd say. Two, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, speak your speak your mind. Why two? I I, I just feel like um, the supporters club is a very yeah, not supporters club. The uh, council is at times a very very nice place for. Well, it used to be Tony Scholes to come and say. Like pat them, do them on the head and go, oh no, you're wrong. But um, I don't know. It, it seems like they're trying to change it, but yeah, it's it's still not good. What? I I don't know if this comes next, but like, what would be, what would get them a higher number for you? I don't actually. I should I guess... probably look ahead because that might be a. Uh, I I mean I, I guess this survey. In a strange way. Like, I'm doing this as if this doesn't exist. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll pretend it's not a survey. Uh, mm. Dave, any any advances on two? Uh, I mean, I've not been asked to pick the team. Uh, <laughs> that's a shock against. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I do kind of agree in that we'll just get a sort of bi-monthly... Here's the minutes for the support council. Supporter X said, uh, can we uh, not be covered in shit upon entry to the stadium? And um, uh, Tony Skoll says, um, well, some fans like being covered in human excrement. Did you ever think of that? And so we, there's really no there's really no middle ground here. Um, <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to think, like, what other clubs do that we don't in terms of, like, engaging with fans. Now, it says consultation there. I think engagement is different to consultation. I don't... I, Part of me thinks we we should be consulted on anything. Like we we are morons, and (laughs) (laughs) don't consult me. By all means, like yeah, do do more things. Like um, wave some keys around and keep me entertained. But um, yeah, (laughs) Uh, like I I would like them to say like, um, you know how it's shit. Like, can we have genuine suggestions for what will make it less shit? Can we? Uh, you know, have some fan votes on, for instance, like what's what food we serve or the name of the or was the was the Ricardo's bar a, a fan consultation thing? Anyway, it doesn't feel like there's a lot. Anyway, uh, there could always be more. Uh, a five. Okay, so we've got a two. We've got a five. Matt, looks like you are a deciding yeah, factor here. I, I'd, I'd go. Yeah, I think I'd lean more towards four or five. Um, I think the council, there are questions about the council later, I think. So I'll try and keep it brief before we talk about that. But like, I think there are massive flaws with the council. And I do agree with Tom. It was kind of just kind of like soft serve, you know. Oh, yeah, that is a bit shit, isn't it? Anyway, uh, we're getting the blinds replaced. Does that, does that, does that sort of your problem out? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Thanks, Tony. See you in two months. Uh, that's It's got that feel to it. Uh, we, but also. We got the bl- we got the blinds replaced. Yeah, that's a, that's we... a that was legitimately in the minutes. No, it wasn't. I <laughs> yes, it was. That was a, no. That's a flippant no, remark by you. No, it wasn't. It's not. It's, it was in it was in the minutes that the, the blinds <laughs> had been successfully <laughs> replaced in. I think the Waddington suite. Thank Christ. Does that, does that mean does that mean kicking out the blind supporters? I hope it doesn't mean. That. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of consultation is pretty shit because I don't care. Um, consultation on like other stuff that fans have raised about, like you know, maybe like greener initiatives and all this kind of thing, and like you know, discussing this. Like, I think the problem with the council is they have a set amount of time and a pretty like, how do you submit something to the council? Is it by email? Do you just talk to a rep on Twitter? Can you do both? It's not really visible how you do that. And being it's as though that's podcast pretty, with them, being as that other, you know, being being as though. <laughs> That's the only way the, the the club choose to relate information and interactions between fans, really, other than a once a year fan forum thing, which again is pretty 
soft serve in the because they get to see the questions. Yeah, I think it's I think it's down the middle because equally I do agree with Dave that maybe I don't know you know we should we shouldn't be consulted on like was it Ebb's Fleet United where fans got to pick the team? Um, can you imagine the horrors that that would produce? <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, down the five, five, nice, straight down the middle. Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a five. Sorry, Tom. Um, but just say, feel free to comment on your rating for question two. So, do we have anything we want to say about that? Like, gotta keep it brief. It, um, it is a good rating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Oh, you won't comment. Number three, what method of supporter consultation are you aware of? And the options we have is structured dialogue through the supporters council, fan forum events, community activity, other, and then four is if you selected other, please specify. Um. Well, I mean, we're aware of the. I'm, the I'm aware two. of all of those things. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. is, I feel is like a, this this for I think is this a, consultation's rigged. Is a community is community activity consultation? That's not support a consultation. Like what? unless you want to like talk to nine year olds about what they think. <laughs> yeah, about football, that's not that's that's not consultation. Like um, you need to sort this out, community manager. I can't sort. I can't. Sort, I can't sort the blinds out, mate. I just do. I just do community outreach. Like, it's community. But, I suppose is the community outreach not part of like engagement and stuff though. Like the club has a has a, think, a, a responsibility to do community no, stuff. So I agree. I agree with that. But like Dave said, I think consultation is different to engagement. And that I like we. I think in the community, the engagement, especially with like schools and stuff, is really good. I don't think. Mm. I don't think that can be disputed. What would be? Just, what uh, would be? Community, I don't know what would what's consultation then in your mind. So what, what like, are they what are they wanting? <laughs> yeah, like what what would you like to change about the match day experience? You know what what well, how how do you assess X Y and Z? I don't, I don't really see how having like a kick about in a school is consultation. It is engagement, I, but I would um, imagine community consultation being something like um, let's talk to. Uh, the people who get the bus from the town centre into the stadium uh, is are they given enough buses? You know, yeah. is it is it fair price? Yeah. That kind that kind of thing. It would be sort of how the club interacts with the community, sort of beyond the actual match day. I guess um, it's. I don't think it's the best worded survey I've ever seen, to be honest. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I but I I would say if. Based on that last definition from me, I, I would I would say I'm not aware of too much of that. I will unclick community activity then. Um, is there any others that we're aware of that we can put in for number four? When Joe Allen cupped his ear, that was a form of support and consultation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll move on then. Number five. Uh, improvements can be made to the club's supporter consultation methods. Again, one strongly disagree, ten strongly agree. Dave, I'll start with you. I would strongly agree. Um, as strongly as possible? I, I, yeah. I don't think anyone's sat there thinking no improvements can be made. I mm. think there are lots of things that could be improved. Um this survey wouldn't exist if support or consultation was perfect, right? Um, yeah, the, for just we've got however many people on a supporters council, we've got the people who turn up to fans forum events, and is that that's kind of it? So yeah, ten, big ten. Mm. Matt, Tom, no notes, no notes. 10 a full 10 it does want us to comment on that and i feel like we should i don't know i feel this is something i feel like we should comment on but i don't know what we should say but again i feel like this is this is one of those things that i think surveys can often be used by i don't know football clubs employers things like that to undermine the survey in the nature of it so so yeah mm -hmm. what 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 engagement could you have with the fan base what uh, consultation could you have with them i don't know a pr specialist might know it's <laughs> one of those things where you're coming to me with ideas you wouldn't come mm. to me to get the tactics for saturday uh, i mean unless you want some immigration law advice i really am not an expert I on anything i think i think maybe you know like just an example like you could have i don't know the same 
meet the whoever is manager this year event at like a similar time a year rather than you know surreptitiously picked when we're in really good form um and all that jazz um and i think like, dave's idea actually probably about like targeted consultation yeah, yeah, of, of different yeah. you know experiences yeah. of match day do you drive yeah. do you use public transport blah 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 blah, blah. uh what could be better kind of yeah. stuff no I'd, I'd go with that yeah so if i put having the meet the manager event more consistently and target yeah, consult or... tag yeah 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 oh go on no I was just going to say, like, I don't know, like some kind of. I mean, it, it's the 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 two things are different. For example, like the mm-hmm. local ice team, I follow. Like the CEO releases like a monthly update of things. People don't have to read it, and most people won't. But I think for people interested, How about CEO monthly be... update, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. like something like that. It's not. It you know, it just it just it just breaks down what. It's particularly when Tony Scholes was here, what was like a bit of a wall of silence between the fans and at Tony in his hmm. non left back crisis tower. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Question seven Your feedback can be easily given to the club one to ten. Tom, your face. No, no. no. No, yeah, really no. I like what well, other than other than sending something to like any of the examples people have listed today, like tweeting someone on the supporters council, sending an email to an email address you're not sure if someone's on the other end of. It, 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 there's there's no like clear, you know. Oh, I had a problem at the match day with X, Y, and Z. Like I don't know, the toilet wasn't working or something. There's, there just doesn't seem to be any kind of clear route for feedback on certain things, I guess. Other than, you know, if you went and like researched emails, like, and I don't yeah. just mean obviously, you know, if you go and look it up, but there's no clear route for. I, th- I think that's that's a good point, Tom, because like in the council minutes, you can get stuff referring to like big picture, long term projects, entire ground redevelopment, and then the next bit of the minutes is like I say something like. The blinds were fixed, and it's like, is that really the most efficient use of the time that the council have with, <laughs> with the CEO when we still don't have like a consistent route to get these complaints in? But there is a very easy way to get your feedback to the club, and I will just demonstrate <laughs> it. <Ooh. laughs> so, so yeah, so I mean, we do do that. So Ooh. that isn't. <laughs> As a genuine suggestion to the club, you know how, how the BBC have points of view and sometimes you will get the most deranged people sending their views in. But if we had a genuine like email address hotline fucking suggestion box thing where you could anyone could literally just send a complaint or a, something positive in, maybe just filtered by like pitch, media, fan engagement, whatever, then they... You know, they might they might be sat there with ten thousand complaints that they might ignore, but you know, it, it would make the fans feel like, oh, I've done, I've done something. It's a it's a genuine channel of communication. Yeah, it and is. there's this shit you can get that you can filter out. You know, we were crap today. That that there's you know there's the shit that reads that and gets rid of it and is like, yeah, that's that's not worth reading. It, it mm. gives like Gail something to do this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 9, 10, 11, and 12 are kind of all um, very similar. Or maybe 13 as well, but we'll get on to that. Uh, so 9 and 11 are the supporters' council is a key method of giving feedback to the club, and I am satisfied with the supporters' council in its current form. Matt, I feel like you got a lot to say. Yeah, so I fully agree that it's a key method of giving feedback to the club, being as though it's pretty much the only one, which kind of, <laughs> which kind of, mm-hmm. you know, makes it, you know, pretty important. But I think the supporters' council it, it very much needs a a bit of a a bit of a shake up, to be honest. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll come on to the the like the the changes, but like I personally don't think either it's like big enough or representative of enough areas of the fan base. And one thing I would be really keen 
Uh, and again, sorry if I'm jumping the gun here. It just seems apropos to talk about it here. I'd, I'd be very keen on imposing some serious term limits on um, on like council members just on the basis that I don't think it's necessarily a good thing if you've got a council that's supposed to be representative of supporters' views that it just constantly re-elects the same people. And I understand that people are happy with you know sitting members of the council, but I think it could really help bring fresh ideas if, I don't know, say after three two re-elections so they'd be on the council for what six years fine i think that's i think that's more than enough time personally i'd also propose that employees can't of of the club shouldn't be able to be sat on that board as a representative of the fans like and i know that is very clearly speaking about one person i just don't it it is i know it's it's not the most council I know it's not the most democratic institution, nor probably should it be, you know, let's not stress about the actual inner workings of the democracy of the fan council. But there's some things there that, like Matt says, in terms of, you know, limits on how long someone can be on the council, potentially limits on what people run on. Like, Mm. uh, honestly, if I see another thing that just says, and I know, again, you can vote for things, but I've been a fan since and um more more representation in terms of yeah reach out to different groups to represent um Ooh. yeah how for the election of the sports council they just pick three priorities and there's no name attached to the um the ballot and you're just voting blindly based on policies but that's that might be a bit too again mm-hmm. they don't know they don't know they don't know how to program that dave so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they've got a nephew who knows excel now <laughs> no no in fairness they would do it perfectly and then at the bottom it would be like and if you want to talk to me more about how i can support you <laughs> here's my email address. <laughs> so if we if we say that the supporters council is a key method we say a high number for that but mm-hmm. Satisfied in its current form, what number are we going? Yeah, three, three. I'd like yeah, three. yeah. I was, I was going to go four because, because, because Ben's on it. So <laughs> okay, so so thirteen, I think, answers some of your uh, things here, Matt. What changes to the sports council, if any, would you like to see? No changes, increase in member number, increased frequency of meetings, greater diversity, more important items discussed, increased participation for more fans, other. Um, well, I think like literally all of those things, surely. Apart from I I apart from no change. I'm suspicious of increasing important things to talk about. Like I don't, I, I actually would want the supporters council to almost be entirely D on pitch stuff, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, I think that's where a meet the manager or a meet the director or whatever, that kind of environment is better for addressing those counts to addressing those points. Whereas I feel like it should be about fan experience and going to matches and issues fans have as opposed to mm. what's happening with financial fair play. Like that should be something the club should be telling us anyway. No one should have to ask that. I, yeah, I, I think a bit, uh, when I've read the fan council meetings, like, item one, team's current performance. Like, what what, what is the fan council going to do about that? Or if we if we are even consulting the fans on the team's poor performance, then God, God we are stuffed. <laughs> oh, just like, just, oh, what do you think? Should we play three at the back? Or, oh, oh I don't know. I, I I don't want to go on about this, but I just want to point out I just decided to get the minutes up from the last meeting, and the installation of new blinds was the first thing on the agenda. Uh, <laughs> in matters arriving, <laughs> matters arriving from previous minutes, and they received positive feedback from guests of the Sir Stanley Matthews Lounge regarding the installations um, of new blinds. So posh fans, yeah, but yeah, I just found that I just found that funny because I, it was just at the top, which kind of sort of you know embodies kind of what we're talking about here right um but yeah question 15 what other <laughs> methods apart from the supporters council should be used by the club for collecting feedback focus groups surface qr codes slash suggestion boxes or other 
Although I agree with QR code, actually, if that was around the ground of, like, give us feedback on your, your day, mm-hmm. it's kind of, that you would know, be more clear than anything else we have. Yeah. What we need is, you know how a uh, uh, service station toilet sometimes there'll be the little smiley faces with <laughs> your experience. <laughs> just imagine that after we lose three nil at home, just people slamming <laughs> the angry face. <laughs> Uh, I, I did. I, to be fair to it, I did say suggestion box. It's not mm. not a literal like cardboard suggestion box, but like we just a line of communication where feedback can be directly sent. I would say oh, I've ticked all three. I've ticked all three. Um, <laughs> Seventeen. Strongly agree or strongly disagree? I have strong opinions. I'd like to share with the club. <laughs> Five. I'm middle of the road. I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Like, not right now. In the past, yes. Um, It does uh, have... I should should say, it does go on to say, please select the subjects in which you have a particular interest. And the options are fanning... Fan engagement, ground development, digital, ticketing, <laughs> equality, diversity, and inclusion, or other. Quiet, bad people. Can you put other and put installation of hippo tank in corner? <laughs> Long standing, <laughs> uh, clear interest of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, and the drones. We need the drones. That, that falls under equality, diversity, and inclusion. <laughs> we become more inclusive by feeding a person to the hippo. I mean, I mean, you laugh, but they have all like these, like these pools of like I don't know, like 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 stingrays at like baseball, like in baseball. They have they have these like tanks, and yeah. what's to stop us from doing it? You know, well, Snowflake was... and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> exactly. You know, that like... was the su- <laughs> I, I believe that's why we suggested a hippo yeah. in the first place. Yeah. It, it, it just happens to be that we found a, a handy way of feeding our enemies to it. <laughs> and at the end of the season, we just let them loose in the OAM. <laughs> <laughs> Run for your life. Are there any of those that you particularly care about? I've got it. You put QR codes on the hippos, <laughs> <laughs> and then really you, two birds and one with one stone. <laughs> I'm going to go with the quality diversity. <laughs> <laughs> Brackets broad. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so the last question, and there is a comment on it. Um, if you, oh, sorry, no, I have lived. I have lived experience yes, agree, and agree. Or professional <laughs> expertise from which I believe the cl- the club can benefit. Uh, <clears throat> oh that? God! <laughs> we, the goalkeeper search has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> what is this I, question? I I used to work in a zoo. <laughs> can can handle. I can handle tank. a hippo. Yeah, can handle a mentioned tank. My granddad. My granddad was a goalkeeper. I I've coached an under threes team. I do a stupid podcast. Yeah, yeah. We can sign is more that... foreigners now. I'm good at getting people into the country. That's true. That's true. That is true. It's. I don't get what. What are they? What, what are, are they, they looking for? There? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the? What's the agenda behind that question? I have fourteen years technical director experience at Notts County. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be dragged away by hired goons and they're forced to like you know list ideas. Hired goons. Hired goons. I'm just the person who's put. I'm just thinking, the person who's answered that question like as a 10, what do you think it is they think that... I, what is, I, I am pet body owner. I have seen, <laughs> I have seen on like council applications like people refer to like they've w- worked in like certain like environments which may be conducive to helping on a council but I mean it's a bit that's, that's, that's tenuous isn't it? Like, it's not it's like... like <laughs> it reminds me of you know on like American visa applications there's a question that's like are you a terrorist yeah <laughs> oh, I feel like it's, too. That... not that you'll have filled one out but we also have that 
Okay, yeah. oh, terrific. I, I even less understand the lived experience aspects of that, like professional experience, <laughs> Univers- maybe, like lived experience. Yeah. University, yeah. University of life, mate. University of life. Oh, no, there'll be a lot of people with uh, lived experience on the right wing. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to say one then. I think we have no experience that the club can benefit from. <laughs> would make a great like, sitcom though, wouldn't it? Really would. One would play in blue at Ipswich away. I have nothing to comment further, so I think we should submit this thing. Um, unless there's anything you guys want to say any further on this. The, to to the club is, specifically. Uh, I thought the survey would be more interesting than it was, and I'm sorry. I no, no, it is, it isn't, but it is interesting because I don't know what. Like, there's a lot there, though, isn't there? That I think, I think the club can do a lot more to, to engage. But oh, it's thanks. We've received your response. We will consider all feedback before using it to shape our future fan engagement strategy. No, you won't. Uh, let's be honest. The way you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, bless them. Do you think many people reply to those these things? Well, we have. Yeah, yeah, but we've only done it because we thought it would give us content. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, well, yes. imagine, imagine if we're the only one. Imagine if we're the only one. Oh, if <laughs> I wish I'd put more about. I wish I'd put the hippo in then. Damn it! That was my chance. <laughs> Just a big announcement. A hundred percent of fans demanded hippos. <laughs> oh well, the good news is a partnership with uh, Chester Zoo as our official hippo supplier for the 2023-24 season. Oh, it'd be great. Imagine the jokes about them playing up front. Oh, be wonderful. Playing up front. Well, I I think that's kind of kind of us done really until something else happens. Um, they're off to Spain now, aren't they? The team they're going off, bloody on a holiday yeah. already. And I I, I was to be fair, but everyone said they announced it well enough in advance. They sorted the friendlies early. We've got a good squad prepared for it. Everyone was always like, "Yep, yeah, well done, Stoke. You've you've proper sorted our travel plans out there. Well done, lads." <laughs> and they <laughs> they, uh, they Alex Neal says he hopes to have a few more people in before they before they leave. So, he's just talking. Ex- he's just talking about people with lived and professional experience. <laughs> <laughs> with them, they're bringing. Oh, I've got a point of order. <laughs> Is that what end of season oh. signing should have been? <laughs> <laughs> lived experience. Yes, Dave. Order. Um, Alex Neil should be sacked. <laughs> imagine dragons. Fucking imagine <laughs> dragons. Well, <laughs> not, not only that. I don't think that's even the weirdest part. The the weird part of it is having. Still in the year 2023, a, a song as a ringtone. That is that. I mean, sorry <laughs> if this offends. Sorry, sorry to all the haters and losers out there. But who has songs as ringtones these days? Yeah, really. You, so, you're referring. You're referring, of course, to his post-match interview yesterday, where his phone went off, and I don't know any Imagine Dragon songs, but apparently it was a song by them, and that was his ringtone. Radioactive. Yeah, they're on. They're on the podcast. I didn't know they were here. <laughs> if you don't know the Imagine Dragons, it's basically every twenty seconds they'll just uh, say a word like really loud, and then it's it's good. It's good. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'll I judge him. I judge him for his music taste. Um, so you're on thin ice, Alex. Well, why do we put that <laughs> in the consultation? He's on thin ice of his music taste. Um, yeah. Any any other business? Any other words before we say goodbye for today? Cool. Nice. It works. It works. Matt Wood. <laughs> Harry Brook. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, good, good for you. Well, we will return as a podcast. Um, I don't know if it'll be next week. I, uh, with the season, pre-season bid as it is, 
when there's enough news, we'll come and talk about it. Um, but that's so it could be next week. It might not. It might be longer. Who knows? We'll decide. It'll be great. Um, but yes, thank you, you three, for joining me. Um, Dave, thank you. Radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Tom. Also, thank you. Jump. <laughs> Matt. Also, thank you. I I strongly agree with this podcast. And you, listener, thank you as well for listening. We will be back soon. Uh, and until then, keep building a team. Stoke! <laughs>